This is True Parenting Audio, Episode 15. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and welcome to True Parenting Audio again, where you can get inspiration and practical parenting tips to build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Today's post is a little bit about yelling. Seems like everywhere I look lately, there's a post on some blog somewhere or some news site or something about parents wanting to stop yelling. And I get questions all the time from parents asking, oh, I, I want to stop yelling, but it just seems like I can't. And so today I want to share with you a, a simple technique that can help you to stop yelling in just 21 days. So I'll be sharing with you Three steps to stop yelling at your kids in 21 days and break other habits. Okay, so before you go on listening to this, I want you to do something for me. Sit or stand as you normally would and fold your arms as you normally would. Then fold your arms in the opposite way with the opposite arm on top of the other. So don't do this if you're driving. I don't want anybody to get in an accident, but... Otherwise, I want you to do that exercise, and chances are that you felt really weird and quite uncomfortable. Some of you probably even struggled to figure out how to do it the opposite way of what you normally do. That's a simple demonstration of the power of habit. We all have habits. We create habits to make life and decisions easier. We tie our shoes a certain way. We have a morning routine that's the same almost every day. Most people even brush their teeth a particular way. We program our life and put it on autopilot in so many ways so that we aren't so overwhelmed by every little decision and task. But sometimes we program reactions without our own rational consent. Some habits are positive and promote healthy patterns of happiness and growth. Some are for utility only and don't really matter that much. And finally... We have negative habits that are destructive and undermine our best judgment and success. Yelling at our kids and our spouse is one of these kinds of habits. I've never talked to a parent that would promote yelling with a straight face or say, you know what I need to do more of to teach my kids and build a better relationship with them? I need to yell more. Most parents that struggle with yelling explain their yelling like this. I don't like yelling. It makes me feel worse, but I don't know what else to do, and it feels like I just can't help it. Phrases like, I just can't help it, or it's automatic, or I just lost it, are a good indication that a habit has formed. Yelling is not simply a product of anger. Anger can certainly contribute as a major trigger of yelling, but yelling is a habitual reaction to anger rather than a product of the anger itself. I can guarantee that even parents that do not yell at their children also feel anger. They simply have found other ways to respond to the anger, to resolve the anger and the source of their frustration. So every habit has three basic parts. The parts of the habit are a trigger, or what we call an antecedent in psychology, the behavior itself, 
and a reward or the consequence of the behavior. These are the ABCs of habit formation and habit correction. The cool thing about human moms and dads is that we have this great reasoning capability that other animals don't have. This gives us the ability to choose what we'll do or how we will respond to triggers in our environment. That doesn't mean that we don't have the same primal reactions to stress and threatening situations. It simply means that we can inhibit our instinctual reactions for long enough to select a better course of action. It may not feel that way sometimes, but it's true. The question is, how do we train ourselves to change something that is so automatic? So I'd like to share with you a three-step program to stop yelling in just three weeks. So each of these steps takes one week. So week one is to make a check in a pocket journal anytime you get the urge to yell. So carry a little notebook and pencil or pen that will fit in your pocket everywhere you go. Don't put it in your purse or bag. Wear it somewhere on your body so that you will not forget about it. Anytime you start to feel the urge to yell, make a tally mark. Just focus on recognizing when the trigger or urge arises. If you have time, you could write down what it was that triggered the urge to yell, but if not, a tally will suffice. At first, this will be difficult for many. If you find yourself having a hard time recognizing the urge to yell before it happens at first, try to recognize it as soon as possible. If you start to yell, make a tally and think of what triggered it. Make an honest record if you can. The objective is not perfection, just recognition and incremental improvement. By doing this, we'll get better at recognizing our triggers earlier over time. Awareness is the first key to any positive change. After you've done that for a whole week, a whole seven days, in week two, I'd like you to identify and implement a positive alternative and then in week two, identify and implement a new positive alternative to yelling. Before you start, start your second week, take 15 to 20 minutes to evaluate what the triggers of yelling were the previous week and what a positive alternative behavior would be to replace the yelling. Write your alternative response down in your pocket notebook. Your responses could include singing, taking 10 deep breaths, reciting a poem or verse of scripture, or designating a positive, calm sentence to recite to your child when the urge arises. Continue to use your pocket notebook to mark your urges, and following your marking, use your alternative response instead of yelling. Again, don't be too hard on yourself. The objective is not perfection, necessarily. Just recognition and moving towards those alternative behaviors. So in week three, write the benefit of not yelling in your pocket journal. Continue to do the things that you did in the prior two weeks, but during the next seven days, start to recognize and write down the benefits you see when you do stop yelling. You could note the difference you see in your child or the way you feel. If you need to continue marking your urges for more practice, feel free to do so. Make sure you continue to apply your positive alternatives to yelling. If you can't always write down the benefits that you see during the day, take a few minutes each night before bed to write them down. 
In a previous blog post, I talked about our APP apps that set the stage for how we interact with our kids. Our apps stand for A, attitude, P, perspective, and P, programming. The procedure that we've talked about, this three-week procedure to stop yelling, can be a powerful tool in correcting our programming, but does not necessarily alter our attitudes and perspectives that greatly influence how we see our child and our role as a parent. These can also have an enormous impact on the longevity of our new habits. The 21-day procedure that we've talked about can be a powerful step in the right direction and can help you to take the edge off of the relationship enough to do some of the other internal work to not only stop the behavior of yelling, but change the entire cycle of anger and yelling and replace it with cycles of healthy respect and communication. When I teach true parenting, I suggest that parents give up control and trade it for influence, give up perfection for improvement, and give up the right way for a great way. Remember that the urge to yell was born out of something deeper inside you. There are reasons why those things that trigger you set you off. There are reasons that it's hard for you to let go of the control, perfection, and right way of dealing with those triggers. Remember that your child has his own perspective, and the more that you grow to understand and work with instead of against that perspective, the more effective you'll be in teaching and building lasting supportive relationships. All of these things grow out of the desire and application to first upgrade yourself. I'd like to extend a challenge to everyone listening to this to take this 21-day challenge to stop yelling. Go to either this post on True Parenting, and you'll find that at trueparenting.net slash three steps to stop yelling, or you can go to the original post also at True Parenting. Go ahead and leave a comment on that page, or you can go to True Parenting's Facebook page and just leave a comment and let everybody know that you've taken the True Parenting Stop Yelling 21-Day Challenge. And then each week, and at the end of the three weeks, come on back and let us now know how it's gone. Let us know of all of the things that you see that have changed and become better over the three weeks. Let us know how you feel and how you're connecting with your child and what difference it's made in your life. Thanks again for listening to True Parenting Audio. And again, if you haven't had a chance to get over to trueparenting.net slash products and join our email list, come on over and do that. And you can get your free ebook to start your true parenting journey and just learn a few things that can help you to build stronger cycles of growth in your family. Over at True Parenting, we're not just about changing behavior, but changing the whole cycle around that behavior and implementing true principles that promote healthy cycles throughout our lives with our children and our families. Again, I appreciate everybody listening and all of your support for the blog, and I hope that you'll come back and listen again. So thank you for listening to this episode of True Parenting, and we'll see you again next time.